Blog Talk Radio. Let's get lost in a better place. Pick up a book, travel through time and space. So much to learn, so much to see. A chance to escape reality. Open your mind and your heart. Fresh new song. MJ Network will bring you there. So let's talk about it when life and on the air. Good morning, everyone. This is Fran Lewis, and this is MJ Network. MJ standing for my sister, Marsha Joyce, who I miss. And we are so lucky today. We have... New York Times author Iris Johansson, and this is a double interview. You get to learn about her new book, The Bullet, which is really, really fantastic. And watch what happens to Eve Duncan and Joe Quinn, how they must protect the life of someone else, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm not giving it away. And then we're going to talk about the book that's coming out right near my birthday in September, High Stakes, and I'm not going to give that away either. You're going to have to learn if you listen to the show. <laughs> that's it. I know that. <laughs> I read that the other day. I just sat down and read it, and I go, oh, my God. I hope it's not a standalone because you've got to bring them back. That's how good it is. Thank you very much. And uh, actually, it was intended to be a standalone, but somehow or other, um, I, I think that uh, the characters just wouldn't, wouldn't be by themselves anymore. I didn't think so. They would be very depressed if they didn't, <laughs> didn't come back. think so. <laughs> it, it was great. So give us a short summary of The Bullet. This is a really departure, but this is really great. It's different, too. Well, uh, I wanted it to be different. And it's all about Eve Duncan and Joe Quinn. Uh, and they have to protect the creator of a medical miracle, uh, a so-called silver bullet, that could save humanity uh, so that uh, the creator can live long enough to reveal it to the world. And um, it, it, it was great fun. And, of course, uh, Diane Connors, who is the creator yeah. of this, uh, was actually uh, a character in my very first Eve Duncan book, way back when. And uh, I don't know if anybody will remember it. But, the Ugly uh, Duckling? She was... That one? No, no, no. It was Different a Face of Deception. Face of <gasps> Deception. I must have read that, too. It, well, I hope you did. <laughs> I read everything you wrote. But... Everything. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was... Um, Actually, uh, a lot of people don't even remember that Diane Connors was in that book uh, because, you know, we were so involved with with uh, Eve and Joe and, and Bonnie and, and all of the other secondary characters that uh, somehow sometimes the uh, a, a very important character gets kind of lost in the shuffle. But mm. when I was uh, writing this book, I thought, Okay, that's not right. So 
what I did was I brought Diane Connors back. And uh, she had a very, very, very important role in this book. Yes, she does. But we're not going to tell them why because they have to read it. Yeah, and they have I to could, read it. <laughs> so and, how did you and, create you know, that first? Yeah, I know. You see, I learned. Because, <laughs> you know, I was, it was funny because I was interviewed on Sunday, a Monday night, I won't tell by who, for my new book, Population Zero, which is a world without people, which might be better off, you don't know. And um, I gave the questions, and the host sort of added stuff that I didn't know she was going to ask. And I was like, oh, my God. So... Yeah, I got blindsided a couple of times, <laughs> and it was lucky that I was, you know, awake at nine o'clock at night. But yeah, I did. I was like, oh my god, I can't do, I don't do that. So, how did you, how did you create the first scene of suspense? I got the chills reading that. Well, it the first scene, it the well, first one, it was yeah, yeah, when she was in the warehouse. Yeah, that scared me. Yeah. Well, it, she she had to uh, uh, get something uh, from this warehouse that was going to uh, save uh, a lot of people and uh, and start her on yeah. on her mission. So uh, it was it was pretty exciting. It was. Now, what she wants to create would really be nice, but after reading the last couple of books whatever that I've read. I'm wondering if pharmaceutical companies would really ever let anybody find a cure for anything. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's all about money and stuff. And I read, um, it's it's really strange. I read a whole bunch yesterday and I'm saying like, they're never going to cure this. They're never going to do that. I mean, it's the last um, redemption by Matt Coyle. It's coming out in November and I'm going like, they're going to try to come up with a with a permanent cure for cancer, which means a permanent pillage you take every month. My God. So what is Diane's relationship to Joe? And uh, was he happy to see her? I don't know. Well, he, not not to begin with, uh, because you know. Know, he's madly in love with, with Eve. And she their relationship has gone on. Yeah, the, 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 their, their relationship has gone on for so long. And uh, so when uh, Diane showed up and she actually was, was going to ask a favor of Eve, and, you know, this, this had been years since, since mm. uh, Joe and Eve had even seen her, and they, they didn't know uh, what, she did, what she'd done with her life or anything. So uh, they, uh, what... Uh, I'm going to tell you this portion of it because you can probably find that out in in the uh, the beginning of the book, and that yeah. is that that uh, Diane was Joe's ex-wife, and oh, she was married. She was she was married to Joe a long time ago, and uh, and their their relationship was. Uh, very difficult, and and so was uh, her relationship with Eve. Though uh, Eve was not, um, you know, she wasn't the other woman, uh, but uh, it she was she was very very 
she tried to be friends with Eve way back when, and it didn't work mm. out. So, mm. so when she came, so when she came to uh, uh, ask Eve a favor, and uh, it was difficult for Eve to give it to her. And um, and there we go. That's that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> that's all I would say too. Yeah, I really seriously. Because she wanted wanted to do a favor, and you know you have to think twice about somebody like Diane to do a favor for. But this this was the part that really got me. M- Michael presents a certain different dynamic into every plot. This kid's kid, I wish I had his telepathic skills and the way he's. I'm very perceptive, but this he's he's amazing. This little boy, this um, this teenage almost teenager. So what happens when Michael meets Diane, and what does he sense, and how does he, what does he think she's, he does, he has a different opinion than everybody else. I won't say what it is, but yeah. Well, actually, um, he, you know, he's, he's very sensitive, and let's face it, he's, uh, uh, it, it's very difficult for anyone to be around him and not sense that yeah. that that, uh, it, that he's very special. So uh, when he first met her, uh, Diane, uh, the whole the whole uh, bit of the uh, of what Eve was going through and what Joe was going through, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it was completely different from what what uh, Michael was feeling because Michael. Uh, Really uh, felt uh, a uh, a real um, feeling for for Diane, and he yeah. he he wanted every he wanted everybody to help her. So um, it was it was it was very difficult. But if anybody has is familiar with Michael, Michael is uh, quite often difficult. <laughs> And uh, and yet totally lovable, of course. Well, a lot of times I wish that I had some of his skills or ability to convince people that people are not as good as they think they are. It would really be helpful. He's 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 good. So he is good. Pharma- pharmaceutical companies are at the heart of this. What kind of research did you have to do into pharmaceutical companies to understand them better? Because Every 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 commercial that comes on TV with a cure for this or you know not a cure but a you know pill that's going to help this there's more side effects you're better off with the thing sometimes and uh, you do realize that this is 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 purely fiction uh, and, oh, of course I wish it uh, wasn't though and, <laughs> and, yeah me too <laughs> but uh, but the uh, the story itself is fiction and. I, and I, I, I used I used the the pharmaceutical company as a villain because let's face it, there isn't anything worse than a bad pharmaceutical company. Oh, you're right. I mean, it it, it affects all of us, right? And uh, yep. we, we have to we have to uh, to understand and. Uh, Give everything a grain of salt. I know. It, it's sad because, like I said, I've been reading so many, and a lot of this is about profit and greed. 
So why why is this? Does this deal with profit and greed and how much money some pharmaceutical company is going to make if this succeeds? Of course, and and also, is it not uh, better that it doesn't succeed so that yeah. they can make a lot more money? And the longer it takes for them to not succeed, right? The more profits they make and the more money they make. It's frightening. It's frightening. I'll take Tylenol and skip the rest. Seriously. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> or, or straight aspirin. Aspirin works. Too. Yeah. And even that, I don't like to take. I'd rather have a cup of black coffee. It makes me feel so much better. So, even Joe faced a difficult time in their relationship. Why? I was getting worried because Joe, you're not going anywhere. Forget it. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I know, I know. He has his own website. <laughs> Everybody you better loves Joe. <laughs> I love Joe. <laughs> but they have, well, they 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 love each other, but they have uh, they have a history uh, that uh, they have to work through. Also, uh, and uh, let's face it, you know, Diane is uh, she's beautiful. She's absolutely brilliant, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, she had uh, problems with with Joe and Eve uh, way back uh, in 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 book one. <laughs> so yeah, they they had they had problems, and so they they uh, had to work through them because uh, and then and of course they do because uh, of. The, just the nature of her discovery mm. is uh, is is going to save the world. It could save the world. So uh, naturally, when you have that, you you go all out in any way you can uh, mm. to make relationships work. That's that's scary. So why would she agree to help her at all? I mean, I don't know how many people would say, okay, I'm going to see what I can do. We're not going to say what she asked her to do, but why would she agree to help her? And it was really an odd request, sort of. Well, <clears throat> the, the, the reason she, she did do that is the fact that uh, Eve is, is a very giving person. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, it was just the fact that it could save all of those people would influence her to to go for it. Yeah, they face a lot of obstacles, but you're going to have to read it to find out what they are. That's too bad. So, Diane is relentless. I'm getting good at this. <laughs> Diane is relentless. And I, you know something? I had mixed feelings about her from the beginning, middle, and end. I mean, I said, okay, I think about this, and I'm thinking about this, and the end, I'm not so sure. So Diane is relentless and only wants to succeed. But does she really care about the consequences of what happens to anybody else? Or she just wants to succeed in whatever this is that she's trying to do? Actually, uh, I wanted you to be torn because, oh, good. Uh, because she, uh, Diane is uh you know a very important part of this entire book and she had to 
Yes, she did. Uh, uh, she does care about people, but uh, but because she's so obsessed with with saving the whole world that uh, it, it's difficult for her to uh, uh, embrace individuals, and uh, and and she she does care about Joe, and. Uh, she, as you know, she and Eve had to work through the relationship. Yeah. Now, the other thing is that I'm not going to say what other characters are in this because you guys are going to read it. You're not going to believe who else is involved. It's like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> Diane, yeah, Diane is in, you know, she's, she's in a specific position. And there are people out there that, you know, would like to know what she has and pick her brain a lot more than that. Right? Because they don't care about the consequences. But it seems like, you know, throughout the whole novel, Michael gets closer to her. And, I, you know, I wonder if in real life, if Eve wouldn't be too thrilled. I don't know. It's, like, weird. I could use this kid. He's really good. So <laughs> where, where, did this, where, did, where did all of the settings for this novel, where did they all take place? How did you decide oh, where they are? Well, they, they're all over the place, as you know. And they're in Manila and... And they're uh, uh, in Montana, and they're in, in uh, Canada, and and uh, in, in South Seas. It, it, it's all over the place, and uh, it, it has to be that way because of of the, all the characters that it that it really involves. Well, we're not giving away all the rest of them. I see them. I remember. I said this is there's more people in here, but. We're not going to tell tell them, but Mike Michael has this sense of he knows when things are dangerous, but w- w- if he tells his parents this is dangerous or this has to happen, would they listen? Are they going to follow what he says? I'm not going to say what they, it is in the book, but because... like, I got nervous there. Like, oh my God, what does he know that we don't know? Well, and they do listen to him because yeah. you know. Actually, he's their son, and they know that he's special. So yeah. they have to. They have to listen to him, and they they try to strike a balance. But you know, sometimes they can't, and sometimes they can. That's scary. But he's a good kid. He pretty much listens, except when he doesn't, which is like most kids, <laughs> like all of us. Like, uh, are you kidding? Kids. No, my my mom never yelled, hit, or. Raised her voice. She just gave you the Ruthie, and you knew you were dead meat. So for 36 <laughs> years, when I taught, I gave the. I learned how to perfect the, on my classes the Ruthie. They didn't mess with me either. It was really a riot. So the ending of this book, because this is almost the last question for this one, the ending tells me that they might require a sequel. Is there more to come? Uh, not. How, how can I put this? Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, 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 yes. There is more to come, but it's it's uh, it's a completely different thread. Mm-hmm. Okay. I won't ask any more. Now, this is a very important question. There are other characters that I love. Is Kendra coming back with Adam? Is Jane coming back with Caleb? Oh, those two I love. Those are really. <laughs> I mean, I, re- go, I, re- huh? I mean, I read, I read Hindsight, and I read 
persuasion, but I really miss the characters in Chaos. I really like that. I like the horse. Oh, I I did too. I I, I love that horse. I know I love that horse. I like Sasha too, and I like Margaret, the horse whisperer. So who's coming back next over over all of your other characters? Uh, well, After High see. Stakes, what's coming next? After High Stakes? Yeah. Did you say? Because we're going to talk about that next. I have the questions in front of me. Okay. Uh, as, actually, um, a book coming out, I'm, 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 it's not finished. Uh, and okay. It's, it's maybe just half half done, but it's an mm-hmm. Eve book. Oh, good. And the and the title is A Face to Die For. Oh, I love that. That's my kind of title. Well, it's it's my kind of book. It's, 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 no, yeah, no, it's my kind of, I love that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still using it's, Ivy, or do you have another publicist? Because thank God for Ivy, she's so amazing. It's it, yeah. I uh, actually, uh, they. Uh, I think they did give me another publicist. I know, but um, Ivy's been helping me out though. She's the one I call. Well, good, good, good. Yeah, you she does. To, she gets who, it right who, who every single time. You. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't mess it up. I mean, because I work with how many publicists? Too many. And I get, you know, I, I send the questions like months in advance and I ask questions, whatever. And I want to make sure that the author is happy with what I ask. But if they don't like the question, if they don't want to answer it, just cross it out. I don't care. This is your interview. And when they don't answer me, I get really upset. No, what really upsets me is when the person doesn't call in. And I'm sitting there like, how come they didn't call in? Oh, we forgot to give them the number. You know, something like that? Wonderful. So, this one, I really liked High Stakes, and I really liked the characters. So we've got Logan. He's really sounds hot to me. And He's we got Lara. Hot. Yeah, he sounds mm-hmm. hot. He's even hotter. Ha ha. So tell us a little bit about <laughs> uh, tell us a little about High Stakes. I was really good not to put that on the promo back here because I realized from the back cover you had crossed out one of my questions and said you didn't want anybody to know that, so they're not going to know it anyway. Uh-huh. So Thank tell you. us about about the summary of the book and tell us about Logan and Lara. How did you create them? This is really different. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's sort of a standalone, as as you know. They've yeah. There's only that that one character that you're really familiar with, and that's a secondary character. And uh, but uh, it's it's all about gambling. And uh, yeah, and, uh, and there's uh, Laura, who's, who's a victim, and she refuses to be a victim. So mm-hmm. she, uh, so she, she goes forward, and and uh, and uh, <clears throat> then and then uh, the hero is is a, a fantastic gambler, and I and I had such great fun uh, with with his. Uh, talents and and uh, his hunt for revenge and uh, also his his affection for Laura. So, mm. And it was um, 
the whole, the whole book was just uh, great fun. And, and of course, I, I love Las Vegas. And I, I got mm. to delve into some of the hotels up there that I absolutely love. Oh, nice. And so that was that that was great. And and I also was able to uh, look, look at all of the the characters uh, and uh, the gamblers and what the, what their feelings were. And uh, uh, but but I particularly, of course. Uh, I love my hero because uh, he's he's brilliant, and uh, in, in a way he's a little like uh, uh, like Michael in, in yeah. that he's he's, he's almost uh, psychic uh, about uh, uh, being a, a great gambler. Well, I think that he would get along with Kendra too, because she sees oh, things yeah. that nobody else sees. Also, yeah. Oh yeah. It'd be interesting if be interesting if those two got together. And Michael, boy, you you lose no matter what. The bad guy's not going to make it. <laughs> so Logan is a professional gambler. Right. Now, he has a special skill right. that got him into hot soup, but we're not going to say what it is. But my father used to know how to do that. I'm serious. He did. And he tried to teach me how to do it. I did it to a point, but you can't really do that. It's hard. So... How did you cho- you chose a professional gambler, right? And you stuck him up against Lara. What is he? His job was to extract her. Why? I felt like he was going to take well, something was, and grab her and t- take her out somewhere. <laughs> you know, it, the uh, he, you know, that was his his first um, uh, job after he got out of the service to, is mm. to be an extractor, which which of course is uh, he extracts people uh, from bad situations in other countries or in just plain situations that they're in mm. danger. So he, he he picks them up and takes them somewhere safe. And that's what he did with Laura. So how but does she was he get in money? Trouble. Yeah. You don't want to start with him. And, of course, I'm not going to say why he did it because there's a reason why he went and did this because he was going to uh, find out about something else that he needed to know that no one's going to know unless you read it. Because there's, there's, a, there's a, <laughs> right. a, a hidden reason why he's not doing this just to be nice, people. He's got a motive. But how much does a person get paid to do that? He's got to get paid a lot of money. And besides, doesn't he have Lots a whole bunch of, of holdings in other places? What does he own? Oh, yeah. He, he owns, <laughs> I think he owns like, like eight uh, uh, casinos. Oh, and of course, he makes down. a lot of his, and yeah. he got, got, he has also a lot of money uh, t- tied up in in different organizations because he's he's because he's good. He does. He is. He's very good. Well, tell us about. There's only one more character that we didn't talk about, and I really like her. Is Maria? Is her mother? This lady oh, really. Yes. I love her too. Reminds me of my mother. Seriously. I yeah, really, Maria really like is. Her. Yeah, actually, in a way, Maria is the 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 heroine of the entire book. Uh, yeah. Because of of how she's how she suffered and how she she brought up Lara uh, with in that horrible place in Russia with with all of the mafias and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, that was horrible. 
and she's 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 absolutely wonderful and i and you notice i i i kept her going all through the the book because yeah. she's she's really important how does somebody like that without saying really what how does she withstand that and turn out to be sane i mean anybody in their right mind that went through she what she went through we won't say who did it because if the person was standing in front of me they wouldn't be too happy um yeah, there was a whole bunch of people that were trying to get get at both of them. But why, why was how could she survive that and and stay sane and still worry about Lara? That's scary. Well, that's because she's number one. Uh, let's face it, a mother will do anything for her child. Yep. There's there's no Not question everyone, about yeah. it. And you also have to. To uh, you have to be strong, of course, and you have mm. to be clever. She was very smart, and uh, between her and Laura, there was such a strong bond that that they were able to survive because they were together. That it is scary, but Laura is a daredevil, and she takes chances too, right? So when, oh, she does. when certain events happen, doesn't matter what, we're not going to say, when certain events happen, he, he wants to smack her in the head. I mean, she just like, yeah, okay, too bad. I mean, how do you get, how does well, she get around something like that? Well, she's adorable. What can you do? <laughs> and she's tough. And yeah, I know. That's what I like about her. Well, you notice all of my women are tough. That's one. That, yeah, because you know what? I notice it's one of the questions I just put. Whatever. Um, there's Kendra and Lara and Maria and Eve and Jane and Kendra and Sasha and Margaret and Margaret, and, and, Margaret. <laughs> and there's another one, Alexa. There's another one. There's a whole bunch of them, and they're all yes. tough, but they all have something about them that's different. Even Diane. They're all different. So how did you create that? I mean, they have strong personalities. My mother used to yell at me, you have a very strong personality and you're very opinionated. And I could look at somebody in five minutes and tell you if I hate them or not. My grandmother was like that. It was very bad. So how do you create these characters that have these different personalities and characteristics, and yet they seem they set them apart from others? They're strong, they're strong characters, but Kendra, God, I wish I had her, her, her perceptive skills. And Eve just knows, and Jane is tough, especially when Caleb's not around. And Lara seems like a good match. <laughs> yeah, seriously. She seems like a pretty good match for Jane. So I wonder what would happen. And Kara, we can't forget Kara. I told you I read everything. It goes on and on, doesn't it? Yeah, so how and do you actually, create them? They're, they're strong, but they're different. That's hard. Well, the thing is, the... The, first you go with the, the one element of strength and then you go for how is this person uh, able to be strong and what kind of past yeah. did she have and uh, is, is, she, is, it, is she going to be able to uh, uh, face everything that comes her way and uh I, I try to make my characters vulnerable because yeah. they are vulnerable, but also 
they are strong, and and we just try to mesh the the uh, characteristics together and and come out with with a, a person you like and want to be with. I wonder what would happen if they were all in the same book. Oh my God! No, but those those villains would have no chance. <laughs> well, no, I'm serious. Sometimes, sometimes a, a lot of the characters are in one book, as you know. And now, now they the, the, really do the same thing. Now the male characters are really unique. Somehow Adam always knows how to get under Kendra's skin. Joe knows better than to mess with Eve, except when he has to. And Caleb is my favorite. I won't say why. Yeah. And Michael. Yeah, and there are a whole bunch I know, of others. I know. How did you now Michael everybody, and Caleb have a thing about Caleb. them? How did how did you create him and his lovely skill that people would love to have today? I mean, seriously, this guy could save lives and he's cute. And he's real cute. Yeah, and, no. and 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 sexy. Oh my goodness. Yep. Actually, actually uh Caleb, uh, he he has uh, a, a lot of people rooting for him all the time. Uh, yeah, other I than Joe, he's, he's he's the uh, most popular male character. Yeah, he is. I like him the best, actually, because he's different and unique. Yeah, he is. So, I wonder what would happen when Michael gets older if he has to meet a girl. I don't know. I'd have to do to him what my sister did to me whenever I had a date, and she made she took out the clipboard with the questions to ask. No, I'm serious. <laughs> she did. I was like, we were sitting at my aunt's house. I go, what do you do? She says, I don't like this guy. He's got to answer the questions, otherwise you get rid of him. She got rid of him. That was either that or my little brother. My my, my little brother would I would pay him five dollars if the phone rang and get rid of the person for me. I'm serious. So I, I think Mike Michael Michael would be a tough sell. And he probably could see the person whenever. The other thing is that and this I, I'm title, trying. I'm trying. To, yeah. Yes. I'm trying to uh, uh, keep uh, Michael young for yeah. a little while. Okay. Because he is. You know, when he when he grows up, he's going to be difficult. I can imagine. And I can imagine any villain that comes up against him because he's going to know what they're doing before they do it. He's not going to let them do it. Hopefully Joe and Quinn will be around to learn, you know, whatever. Seriously. (laughs) Before I forget, and I don't want to forget, I hope I wrote the dates down. Of course not. Why would I do that? Um, Next week I have the author of Something Fishy on uh, Tuesday, on Monday, Tuesday. And on Wednesday, Thursday, I have the author of This is a True Story, Where the Madness Lies. On the 16th, one of my favorite people, Cindy McDonald, maxed out. On the 18th, the author of Until I Find You. On the 23rd, you might know him, Alan Jacobson, The Lost Girl, Karen Bale series. Now, on the 25th, I'm going to skip that for a minute. On the 30th, the author of Through the Door. And on the 25th, Iris, this is going to be a shock to me. I'm a little nervous about it. Um, somebody asked me a long time ago, how come you read, read every book and you sort of get everything that the person says or you understand the characters? You're going to find out on August 25th. My professor from Lehman College, the, my second master's, Dr. George Cavuto, is honoring me with a discussion about the proper way to assess students, and we're going to talk about the medicalization, medicalization of education. 
And he's the reason why I'm like nervous because he's really brilliant. And I tagged him on LinkedIn and I said, do you remember how you tortured me for 15 weeks? And do you remember when you walked into the class and told everybody that they had no brain? And you looked at me and you go, not only do you have a brain, but I'm not going to allow you to pick your articles to write anymore. I'm going to pick them for you. And I was dead the rest of the term. He expected, I mean, I, I was like, I, I'm not that smart. You, you are, don't worry. He, he's amazing. But, it, but that's wonderful, isn't it? It, it is. It, not it, only is it, it wonderful, but he, he, I gained a lot of a lot of respect for him. He said to me, I am, he looked me up and he said, I'm so proud of you. You've done so much. You helped so many people. So I hope the discussion's okay. <laughs> I have to go back over my notes. So then you choose titles of your books with multiple meanings. High stakes, chaos, blink of an eye, persuasion. How do you create titles that fit the plot? And then how do you create the cover? The cover on this is fantastic, high stakes. Really. So how do you do that? Yep. Because the hardest thing the hardest thing is to pick a right title. Well, as far as the title is concerned, it, it depends on the book itself. Yeah. Uh, you you search for something that will uh, go with with the plot and the characterizations. That that's absolutely uh, important. And then also in the Kendra Michaels, yeah. we try to keep we try to to keep uh, some of the theme to go with vision. Because mm. that was that was uh, the way that she started out in her career, as you know. Yep. So, and and sometimes that's difficult to do. And in fact, uh, I have wonderful agents and editors mm. who have who have said, "Okay, all right, let's get together and get a wonderful title that has something to do with vision in it." <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and and we did, and we do. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, Roy uh, has a, a solo book uh, having to do with the Kendra Michaels that's coming out uh, in about okay. uh, what, like six months or something. I, I forget when, but that, but the title of that book is Killer View. Isn't that a great title? That is fantastic, and the good part is that I'm on the list to get it beforehand. That makes me even happier, because basically some of the books I've been getting, I'm doing a panel on November 2nd. I didn't realize I had five authors. I only thought I had three. We're going to talk about reviews and how you decide whether you review the book, whether the review has potential, whether the book has potential, whether you tell the publisher or the author that you prefer not to write something because the plot line or whatever whatever. And I've been getting a, a couple that I sort of like, can I have to read this? I have to table it. That's the hardest thing, to be able to keep the reader in interest because you write books and series, and I don't get bored. I just sit down and read them. I mean, I, I, read, I, I could read, if my eyes don't bother me and I don't have eye strain, I could read like 400 pages in an hour and a half. And then I go back over it, then I underline so that I get the questions right and <laughs> spell the names right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's 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 a thing. My mom made me read ten books a week, homework, and all the other lessons I had to take. Yeah, no choice about it. I don't know what she well, knew that I, I didn't little, know. When I was a little girl, uh, I'd go to the library uh, every week, and, we, and yeah. I was I was only allowed nine books. They they wouldn't let me take out anymore. 
So oh every God, week I look out. I, 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 so I, I took the books home. I'd finish reading them. I'd take them back the next week and get another bunch. And, and I had a little black uh, leather uh, shopping bag that I had my mm. books in. That was, I, that, I agree that was with thrilling. you, yeah. My, my mom, made, I went to the library. It was like 25 blocks away from my house. There was like no real library there. And they let you take out only three. And then oh, yeah, I, I that's said, bad. Yeah, there were three. But the librarian knew that I was a good reader, so she let me take out six. And then I would tell my sister, you want three, take out three more for me. Because I would read them in a week, too, yeah. <laughs> But my mother would torture me because she would say, now take your notebook out and take notes on the book. I think that's why I became a book reviewer. Take notes on the book so that if you have to write a book review, book report, you won't have to worry about it. And you know, for 36 years I taught children in elementary school, and I told them book reviews are a waste. Book reports are a waste. They're boring and don't copy the back. I did oral book reports. I made sure that they knew how to read the book, that they read it. Much better than sitting there. Yeah, I got smart. I mean, one, two kids handed in. I said, that looks familiar like you told me the back grade. I said, I don't think you want to do that. And your grade will reflect it. Now, the only other character we didn't talk about is my other one is Olivia. So which characters are coming back next? In in uh, From high stakes, we don't know yet. But Olivia, is she coming back at all? Because I like her. Yes. Yes, she will. She's, she's very important. She's very important. But you're not going to change. What about? But I feel bad for her because of her vision. That bothers me. But there's nothing you could do about that right now. Well, that's, not right now. that's, that's another. But you thing. never can. T- you can never tell what'll happen next. I know. Never you have to get her eleven. We have to get her eleven inches, though. Somebody that's worthy. We'll see. What can I say? But she and Kendra are best friends, right? Oh yes, they are. But They're she very, seems very to always different. know when Kendra's in trouble. And Kendra seems to know when she's in trouble. So, where can everybody well, find out? A, how many titles do you actually have? I don't even know. I didn't, can't, can't get a lost count. I don't know either. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> way, over, way over 100. <laughs> I, I, and, I, would, uh, I would imagine you do. I have 20, and, and I don't even know if anybody knows. Yeah, I mean... I was, like, shocked. I mean, I'm on tour with Partners in Crime this week, this month. And I did get a three five-star reviews and one four-star. And I read the four-star, and I was in shock because this pub, this um, book reviewer, for some reason, always gives me bad reviews. This is the first time she gave me something decent. So I thanked her, and I said, whatever. And I got a showcase today. And it, my name of the book is Population Zero. I created nine worlds that you wouldn't want to live in. One without water, one without sun, one with a forest that is all dense and horrible. And I invited a dead person to come back and experience it and let you know if you want to live there or maybe you'll start acting normal in this one. It's just weird. But, yeah. And um, that, that I hope everybody reads it. But, Iris, where can everybody find out more about you and your books? And um, I, still, I still think Eva's my favorite. I like her. Well, you know, you can you can get my books anywhere. You know that, babe. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I mean, of course, Eve is very, very popular. She's 
tremendously popular. But you know what? Uh, actually, Kendra Michaels is 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 actually getting to yeah getting getting to to be really really popular too. Uh, so that that's a thrill. It is because of where she came from and the school. She's very close to the people from the school, you know that that she worked yes. with too. And the the one that you did was hindsight. And when that happened, I was like, oh God, something's going to happen to poor Kendra. And that that was really. I mean, I think I have all my book reviews on my phone, so that if I have to refer to them, they're on my notepad. <laughs> but good for you. <laughs> is there anything? I I know this is like high stakes is really very a departure from everything you wrote, and the bullet is really different. Is really different. And if you want to know what that means, you're going to have to read read the books. But um, I'm hoping that that they come that you bring back all of them pretty soon. But it would be really cool if Eve and um, some and Kendra, okay, even Kendra have worked together, right? Sort of. They worked in the same book once before. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you, and you never can tell when they're going. A, a character is going to pop up, and uh, uh, in in somebody else's book, because what, uh, I never know. What about the fact? What about the ones in chaos? Are they going to come back? Because those are different, also. And I love Margaret. I love the horse. Yeah, I imagine that sometime or other they'll be come back. I I, I love I love the horse too. I I think that that, that horse is 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 wonderful. And uh, and Margaret Margaret goes on forever. <laughs> she she's terrific. Well, well, how does somebody learn how to understand horses? How do they? They sort of like she. She sort of like knows what they're thinking because if they're speaking to her, that's that's amazing. Yes, that's what the other thing is. Each one of your characters has a special skill. I mean, Kendra's like she could just so perceptive. She sees things nobody else does. Eve is is a fantastic forensic sculptor. Joe is a great detective. Diane is different. You won't say how. And there's Jane. And Jane is a great artist and stuff. I'm waiting for her to have this big showing where she makes a trillion dollars. And Caleb is just so... <laughs> I mean, every every she's, one of the characters has a special right stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. So how does... And what about Kara? Is she coming back? Because I used to play... I was a concert violinist when I grew up. Not anymore, but I was. So when when she plays, I was like, oh, I can hear myself. So is she coming back? I hope. Oh, she'll... Yes, she will. And and you notice that almost all of them are in the Eve family uh, in yeah. some way or other or other. And so well, Jane, uh, as long as as long as Eve is around, you know that they will be. That that's amazing because she adopted Jane, right? Now, Eve, Cara is yes. part of her family, right? Diane is well, she's just there. And Michael is her son. Michael's her only real child, right? Right. Oh my God. I mean, I don't know how she does it at times. I mean, she has to. At times, she does get upset, and she wants to just crawl under a rock and hide. And I can't blame her. But <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, there are times everybody wants to crawl under a rock and hide lately. I can tell you that. But I was, thank you so much. I can't wait to get the next one. Uh, Like I said, I'm doing doing a couple of panels. 
The hardest thing that I found on, I'm doing this on September 23rd with Vincent Dandry, uh, Brian Freeman, and Charles Salzberg. And we're going to talk about how do you write the middle of your book so that the reviewer or the reader doesn't want to fall asleep. That is the hardest part. When you have the beginning and you have the ending, and then that middle part takes you to a root canal. Instead of getting you like where you want to go and getting some action or suspense, how do you, that's what we're going to talk about. That's the hardest part. How do you do that? How do you write the middle of the book, which is the hardest part to me, so that the reader's going to say, okay, I'm going to finish this book. I can't wait to find out what happened with Eve. I can't wait to find out if, if Lara's going to be okay. How, how do you do that? Because the last five books, I just scanned the middle and said, okay, let me go to the end. I don't know how to write a review. Well, the, Makes it even harder. Well, actually, actually, as far as I'm concerned, it's all on the character. Yeah. I mean, if you care about the character, you're going to care about that character all the way through the book. And and if if you can have something exciting happen in the, the, the middle of it, that's great. That's great. But if you care about the character, you're going to stick with them. That's the hardest part. Because what happens when you have a main character, like I did the other day, I wouldn't say which author wrote it because he's pretty famous, and you're saying to them, he's got to be kidding. He didn't just write this. This is probably not the best book that this person wrote, and the main character, if they shoot him, I wouldn't care. And that's make, that makes it even harder because you don't, want them, you don't want to say the main protagonist is so annoying that you hope that the killer wins. That, that's scary. <laughs> And then that does happen. It's hard, but you don't have that problem. But anyway, thank you. <laughs> I will stay safe. Thank you so much. And I do hope you, you get the safe. next. I'm going to try oh, to I'm do sure that. I am definitely going to do that. <laughs> you too. Thank you so okay, much, dear. everybody. It's a beautiful day. Have a great day, and bye. Bye bye. <laughs>